Hey, I'm Derek Watts, and this is Carte Blanche, the podcast. Here you will find in-depth stories on the issues that matter, while we also bring you exclusive interviews and analysis to help you better understand the stories behind the headlines. So turn up the volume and settle in. Who among us isn't fed up with power cuts, potholes and water rationing? Outraged by the dysfunction in virtually every municipality, it's hardly a new response. As far back as 2016, voters started expressing their anger at the polls, leaving the ANC without a majority in several municipalities and big metros. And so began a new era of politics where kingmaking and horse trading are the order of the day. The turbulence that results was on show again in April when the DA's mayor in Gauteng's Ekuruleni metro was voted out. Today, we delve into the complexity of coalition governance and what it might mean for next year's general elections. Why, hello there, and thank you for joining me as I observe the South African pothole. Scientifically known as the replaces my tiasis every week, it is thriving on this stretch of what used to be called road. Ah, yes, the pothole. As much a part of life here as Shisanyama, slut chips, and shutdowns, and a perfect metaphor for the decline of the country's coalition governments. Coalitions are inherently fragile often bringing together political rivals who have little, if anything, in common. In Italy, their instability has led to close to 70 governments in just 76 years. But the Italians operate in the national coalition major leagues. Yeah, we've only recently dabbled in them, with predictable results. So all our coalitions were to keep the ANC out of power. Without the luxury of a 51% majority in Gauteng's three metros following the local elections, opposition parties cozied up to each other. The DA managed to entice Cornet Mulder's Freedom Front and several others into a coalition and forced the ANC into opposition. Job done for Mulder and co, and a chance for the DA to show what it could do in Joburg, Swane and the East Ranzikurleni metro. I think no political party wants to be part of a coalition voluntarily so. It's very nice to govern on your own, and the DA specifically has been used to that. It didn't take long for the cracks to show. Joburg's mayor, Mpo Paladze, hardly had time to decorate her office before being ousted, reinstated, and then ousted again. And after a comedy of errors that saw the DA's Randall Williams resign not once, but twice, that's why the mayoral chain was handed to a rival coalition only for their candidate to be unmasked as an unrehabilitated insolvent. Then the DA was back at the helm in Swanee with an entirely new mayor. But we'd advise you not to blink. Of the Gauteng coalitions, only a Gurileni was left standing. After a failed first attempt at ousting her, the DA's mayor, Tanya Campbell, faced another motion of no confidence. She too was given the boot. I thank you, Honorable Speaker. And as in the other two metros, it's the residents who suffer. 
watershedding, dead traffic lights, refuse removal as regular as a presidential press conference, that is, not regular at all, and yes, the infamous potholes. Despite the early promises of a mayor willing to get her hands dirty, service delivery in Ukoruleni has been the main casualty of the endless political bickering. It's like voters are trapped in a political checkmate. Coalition promises of better service delivery have fallen short and citizens are feeling helpless. Can anything be done to break these deadlocks? Or will South Africa remain stuck in this political stalemate? And it seems local councillors are feeling helpless too. Simon Lapping is from the DA and is at the sharp end of community frustration. He receives thousands of complaints from irate residents, but when orders from above are simply ignored, his hands are tied. This sinkhole, which has been here now four years, six months ago, Mayor Tanya Campbell came out here with the department and gave instructions for it to be resolved. Still nothing has been done. So it seems what looked good on paper, a political partnership united against the ANC with a can-do mayor at the helm, resulted in a damp squib coalitions are under immense pressure. The moment when we got elected after the election, the electorate expected us to turn things around from the next day. That's not possible for various reasons. We inherited in most of those instances financial chaos. Of course, elected is the operative word. Coalitions are the result of a divided electorate. And so it's unsurprising when uncomfortable bedfellows decide to trade in the mattress. As Ukuruleni faltered, first the Patriotic Alliance, and then Actionists say went in search of somewhere else to lay their heads. Both parties claimed to be fed up with the Metro service delivery shambles, but the DA was having none of it, instead pointing fingers at the ANC, then in opposition. The ANC has deployed cadres within the administration of the municipality. Fred Null is the party's Gauteng provincial chair. These are all aligned to the ANC. And um, what they do is, if they don't want us to succeed, they just don't deliver the services. So are you saying that there's an agenda to stop the DA from providing the services that it should? Yes, in order to make our government look bad, yes. It does take a long time to turn around some of these municipalities. How do you think a resident whose refuge hasn't been picked up, who voted for the DA, feels when they hear that? If I were a resident, I also don't want to know about the internal politics. I want to have my refuge removed. Cue the denial. Not us, says the ANC. We did not disrupt them. We did not sabotage them. Jongi Sizwet Labati is the leader of the ANC in Okurleni. We gave them the benefit of the doubt and all that we did, we became effective in our role of being opposition. Within a short space of time, it became apparent uh, that um, they are struggling to govern. Of course he would say that. Except carte blanche has been offered a glimpse of how some in the party view their own record. And in the battle for hearts and minds, it seems they're being outmaneuvered. This group is a waste of time. Nothing is ever answered. I'm hurtful of this. It's not acceptable. Simple tasks like filling up diesel now becomes a complex problem. These are actual messages shared between DA Guruleni members on an internal WhatsApp group called, some might say ironically, service delivery. Hardly the sign of a party united in its objective to lead a coalition that delivers on its commitment to the metro's residents. But that's not where it ends. Carte Blanche was sent a message from a DA public representative 
It paints a bleak picture of former mayor Tanya Campbell's leadership. It describes her as dictatorial, saying she makes decisions without consulting anyone. Concerningly, there are allegations about under-budgeting for pothole repairs because Campbell tried to get an insurance company to foot the bill. They refused and the roads weren't fixed. Signs of a palace revolt are everywhere. Earlier this year, two DA councillors resigned. One said the job was so stressful it was impacting his health, adding he lacked the necessary support to deliver to his voters. Philip Delanga, a former DA Ekuruleni leader, says Campbell is guilty of the very sins the party criticizes the ANC for. She went and appointed people around her that she was never supposed to appoint. And to crown it all, she's fortified her office or the MMC's offices with family and friends. In an example of that, Delanga hinted that sharing may be caring. Philip, what were you able to uncover about cater deployment or jobs for pals and friends? Her daughter, the boyfriend, he's been appointed as the go-between in the leader of executive business's office. Her niece, an MP of the DA, her daughter has been appointed in the MMC for corporate's office. And one of her very close friends, her wife, has been appointed as advisor to the MMC for finance. The city confirmed the employment of both the alleged boyfriend and niece. She's allowed to employ whoever she wants in her political office, just like all the other mayors are and all the other MMCs. Oh, it's not nepotism then? No. He sent a message later clarifying that if Campbell's niece was unfairly appointed, there may be an investigation. We tried to get an interview with then-Mayor Campbell, but after two requests, she declined and told us to stop asking. While the politicians bicker, fight and blame each other, it's us, ordinary citizens, who have to deal with the effects of poor service delivery. Reminding me of that famous African proverb, when the elephants fight, it's the grass that will be trampled. And that is why every South African should be paying attention to what happened in Ukurleni and Gauteng's other metros. I doubt that the ANC can reverse the tide of electoral losses. Dr. Onga Mamtimka lectures in history and political science at Nelson Mandela University. What are the chances that 2024, we will see the single party dominance being an old idea? The rate at which the ANC has been losing support with each successive election from 2006, uh, it may drop below uh, 50%. And as a result of that, we will get a coalition environment. In other words, what we're seeing at a local level in our towns, cities and metros might be replicated after the provincial and national elections next year. The smart money right now is on an ANC-EFF coalition, but what are the odds on them enjoying more success than what we're seeing in the metros? A year and a bit down the line, do you think voters got what they voted for? Voters usually get what they voted for. And in present-day South Africa, it's hard to know if that's a compliment or an insult. Kingmakers, horse trading, power plays. While political parties battle it out for the big seats, residents in various metros are left to suffer. But with the 2024 general elections nearing, we urge all eligible citizens to make their mark. That's another episode of Carte Blanche, the podcast done and dusted. 
Remember to follow and subscribe to our show on Spotify and all other major podcasting platforms. Have something to say? Join the conversation using hashtag CartePlanche on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We love hearing from you.